Namaste. So by her grace, uh, the writings of Shurbindo, all the volumes have been completed during this uh, year. Uh, between 150th and 151st birth anniversary of Shurbindo. And now we are um, preparing to approach the mother's 150th birth anniversary. So much greater preparation is needed. So, um, as a one of the things we plan to take up is the writings of the mother, collected works of the mother. It is a mystery that while Sherbindo is so widely known, read, discussed, the seminars, conferences, very little, strangely, comparatively very little, is known of the mother's writings, um, and uh, much less is. Discussed or spoken about her writings, even in study circles. I am not speaking of all the study circles; they are all kind. But generally speaking, you will see seminars on the live divine, seminars on Upanishads. Mm-hmm. One reason could be that uh, people have read both and find Shurbindo difficult, so there is a need to talk about it. Uh, but most of the time. What I have observed through my travels and interaction with people, people are not aware of the richness, the wealth, the profundity, the depth of the mother's writings and her conversations. As we know that uh, uh, Shurbindo had the experience of Nirvana when he is 36, and the mother in a one of her first, or rather the third prayer. In prayers and meditations, he says that the Englishman who asked me whether I had realized the divine or not, and she says I had definitively realized the divine. She is 34, but the experience has come even earlier. Not only that, if you look at her life's profile, at the age of five, Shubhinda himself says that the mother was inwardly above the human even as a child. So at the age of five, she would sit and suddenly enter into a kind of trance and her mother asked, Divine Mother's physical mother asked her, you are sitting as if the burden of the whole world is on your head. And she said, indeed, yes. So she would experience a light descending into her brain, seeking to enter. And that became one of her favorite pastimes. She was playing that game as a five-year-old. And then between the age of 9 and 11, this is also documented in her prayers and meditations, she would experience some kind of a touch of the cosmic consciousness where she would experience that her robe is becoming wide and wide and she is rising high in the sky. And all those who are seeking help, seeking mercy, healing, something or the other, as human beings we can only seek and uh, they are feeling relieved touching her robe. And that was an activity most enjoyable to her. Much later we will read, a wide self-giving was his native act. So she used to enjoy her nights when in a body sleep she would go out. And during that phase she would meet many of the masters. She doesn't mention their names. But about one she says with whom she formed a constant relationship. And she used to call him Krishna. And in 1904, she sees this Krishna face to face as if, you know, manifested. And she thought it's an apparition, because it's a Greek apparition, because she had never seen what a dhoti is like. 
and for the first time she felt like bowing she bowed down before that krishna of her <laughs> visions and then yes we know that 1914 when she comes and saw shirobindo she realized that this is the krishna of my visions and she bowed at his uh, bowed to him and it, and a magic uh, moment a new creation seed was sown which would continue to now it has grown from a seed into a uh, mighty trunk of a tree with many branches flowers uh, fruits and leaves and it's it, one day this tree will spread over the whole world um, not in the way we understand that everybody will be converted <laughs> that's not what shirobindo says but definitely the new creation will begin to stir the hearts of mankind and uh, a charm and sweetness open life's closed doors and beauty conquer the resisting world shirobindo says before coming to shirobindo shirobindo says she was already an adept in the buddhist yoga where one of her friends alexandra david neil she had come and met her in the ashram and uh, there are some experiences of her even a communication with sakyamuni buddha very clearly point out that she already had experienced um, the buddhist yoga to whatever level it could take it's there including the mahayan that where she is given the command to turn toward the earth and she turns toward the earth and sees the children locked in somber struggle all this experience is there in mother's writings she had already realized the teaching of the gita and she was given a book very poorly translated book in french and the person who had given her was uh, krishna prem that is ronald nixon's uh, guru ma's husband so he had given the book uh, on the gita it was a poor translation but she instantly got the key that krishna is the immanent divine and she within a month she had realized that yoga of the gita and at one place she speaks about it very uh, beautifully and passingly she had already realized the kundalini yoga so she speaks about it much later in one of her conversations where somebody speaks about raja yoga of patanjali and she says yes yes i know i had a book i had uh, somebody had given me patanjali's raja yoga by swami vekananda it's a wonderful book and she had realized all that experience of the kundalini she was an adept in buddha in uh, occultism where in a sojourn in algeria with max theon uh, she had learned how to separate not just seven bodies or five bodies as the upanishad say but 12 bodies through the 12 chakras right from feet now she mentions all this casually she could have just in each of these experiences started a path <laughs> so all this she had already realized before coming there and she said very laughingly not on in response to a question she otherwise doesn't speak about it and how she had actually experienced dying and yet uh, to come back after dying even when the cord is cut twice she had this experience while she was uh, before coming to pondicherry and many others of which we do not know because always uh, what is spoken is one thing and what is held back is much more that's why i often say please don't go by just what shirobindo is saying there is a lot more he has not said and uh, uh, which would probably not what he has written is itself mind blowing and probably this would be heart shattering and all our 
limits will be broken if if he were to reveal all that he has seen foreseen so when after doing all this in 1912 we see that the mother lays down a program of the future now who will lay down the program of the future unless someone who is clear that this is the mission so she lays down a program of the future which is so similar to a letter of shirobindo written in 1912 or 13 to motilal roy where he says this is my work so in that work he writes four points 1 2 3 4 and when we read the mother's writings that she has um, this is the work of the future you will see such a striking similarity and then no wonder shirobindo says that she was moving towards the same goal as myself and at one place he even says that um, someone said that you know shirobindo had halted in his yoga he said that's not true now that may have been true before the mother's coming say between 1910 to 1914 though at 1912 we had the experience of parbrahman so he says that may be true but after the mother's coming he covered 10 years of yoga within a year's time and he speaks about the mother having entered through to the supermind through the front door all these experiences are there in prayers and meditations so and after all this uh, that the beauty of it she comes and all this she puts at shirobindo's feet <laughs> lord all this is yours take it so we know that when she met shirobindo she writes in a diary about uh, something about what she experienced her experiences experience was very simple uh, and very profound that he whom i saw yesterday is here upon earth that shirobindo's presence the presence he saw instantly that he is the lord who has taken a human body and his presence is enough it it was the certitude that the life divine or that work will be accomplished even if the whole world is plunged in the densest ignorance what does shirobindo say he doesn't write shirobindo is always you know so barinda asked him his brother that what did you experience so he says one mira is born free and she says that in one of her writings that nobody can make me speak uh, on behalf of any organization or any institution or anything and i belong to no country no continent she says that very clearly even before coming to pondicherry this is 1912 she says i speak and do what the lord asks me to do and its basis is only truth nothing else so she is born free she says that nobody can compel her so this is the supreme freedom to act only according to the will of the lord and uh, the second thing that shirobindo says is that uh, for the first time i saw uh, surrender from the highest heights to the smallest cells of the body uh, being manifested in her and what does he say then i knew that yes the life the hour has come for the life divine to be established same thing both of them <laughs> experience seeing each other that the hour for life divine to manifest has come and still before we enter just a little aside so when they met what did they talk what they must have discussed uh, how is france how is the weather doing there did she ask how is the situation in india Uh, that time all under the british rule the mother notes a conversation what a conversation this doesn't there is no verbal exchange there she says that the when we when i met him the one question that i had in my mind was will it happen this time 
means for ages they have been working towards it. And Shubhinda understands what will happen. <laughs> so he says, yes, and she says the power of the word. She saw the supermind touch this earth. And of course, it went back. But his yes had that kind of power. And then, of course, uh, a new history or, or shall I say, history of the future <laughs> begins. <laughs> so we can see mother's life in these three or four main segments. One is till 1920, uh, before her definitive coming. She meets Shavindu in 1914, then goes back because of the war. So she stays for about nine months from March 38 to February 22nd. Then she has to go back. And uh, then she comes back in 1920, definitively. So we can say till 1920. And then from 1920 to 1950, when they were together physically, and uh, the way she describes that period, and they both had their own share of work for the new creation. And then from 1950 to 1956, a short period, when the mother has to, all by herself, physically, so to say, carry on this work, uh, and ensure that supermind descends, manifests, because this is the work Shirobindo has given her to do. And then 56 to 73, and all this is documented in different ways in her writings and her conversations. So, with this very brief background, now we come to her writings. So, they are not just writings, they are writings and conversations. So, right now, there are about 18 volumes of collected works of the mother. And I have a bird whispering me that a 19th volume is likely to come. So, <laughs> so in this 18 volumes, 9 are conversations. And 9 are uh, notes, essays, articles, things which are written. So, both formats. So, at the very outset, it, uh, uh, if I may say so, there is no comparison between the two writings. Because Shurabindu's writings come from above. And the mother as if comes from deep within. So they are on two different modes of working. But definitely conversational mode in many ways has an advantage. Because it's uh, whenever you see something is written, it, it carries a ring of impersonality. Because it's coming from the universe. Whereas conversation is more personal. So in, in mother's writings, we will see this play of the divine uh, personally with humanity upon earth. So that itself makes it something very special. Because, see, impersonal writings are there of earlier also. Like the Gita has a personal uh, touch, but primarily Arjun will ask a question or, a, or two questions and then Sri Krishna from there a casket comes. <laughs> but um, personal touch which we see in mother's uh, conversations. Again, Shubhindu's letters have a personal touch, but Unfortunately, most of the letters we don't know what people asked. And still, once again, the imp there is in writing a, a one kind of mode. But in conversation, there is a very interesting play. You can, you can experience the divine play. Where sometimes she laughs, sometimes she smiles, sometimes she makes a gesture. All of this is so beautiful. So we have her conversations as, as well as writings in these 18, 18 volumes. 9 and 9, roughly they are distributed in this way. Volume 1 is the, for those who want to take up the yoga of Mother and Shurabindo, I would say it is the volume that must be read. There is no doubt about it and why we will come to it when we discuss the volume. Each volume has its own specialty. Um, but basically it's Mother's prayers and meditations. 
they have that power they show us the way they they give us the guidance and um, we will see the mothers maheshwari mahalakshmi mahakali mahasaraswati aspects in that and we'll also see the divine mother how she is connecting with the earth uh, her mission her work so that's the thing apart so prayers and meditation in many ways uh, i can say that the same truths which are there in savitri you'll find there and in many ways it has carries the same kind of vibratory power so prayers and meditations originally is in french uh, so those who know french of course is wonderful but uh, even the english translation is fairly good there are some prayers here and there but otherwise some of the prayers have been translated by shubhendu himself so this is volume 1 a must companion guide i would say it should be part of our uh, wherever we are traveling prayers and meditation the mother and savitri should be our constant companion okay then volume 2 is uh, all that she has written uh, or spoken before 1920 so that's title as words of long ago uh, very interesting some of her prayers some of her stories some adapted stories from somewhere else so they are very beautiful uh, everything is wonderful uh, volume 3 is a very special volume where we have conversations from 1929 to 1931 and the occasion of 1929 is an english woman who asked a questions but there were other people also present and she gave the answers and 1931 is when a group of disciples they would ask her and the setting was that she would go for a drive i, I assume orwell where they would sit and there was no orwell of course <laughs> where they would sit and uh, they would ask questions and she would reply the beauty of this volume is those who want to know shirobindo's yoga one volume then it is volume 3 1929 to 1931 it's a compact thing where we'll almost most of the things that about the integral yoga are given there but it also has along with it dhammapada so just as 1929 to 1931 is the first writing we may say or conversations of the mother dhammapada is many ways the last of the playground talks 57 58 but the mother considered it important because having taught so much to us given so much she realized that this i'm <laughs> giving them phd and super phd things these people don't know how to even control the mind these people is all of us huh? it's not about those people they don't know how to speak they don't know how to have goodwill in the heart so she took up the dhammapada and said its importance lies in teaching in preparing the background for the yoga and of course she was already an adept adept in the buddhist yoga and just as shurbindo when he writes on the gita the upanishad and the veda he opens a door he picks up those things which connected to the future so we see that when she speaks on the dhammapad she picks up those things which connect us with the future so even for those who want to who have followed the buddhist way they'll find it very fascinating so this this is volume 3 then volume 4 5 6 7 uh, up to 8 or rather i would say up to 7 so these are set of conversations held in the playground where she would take up some book of shurbindo few chapters and take up a passage and there would be commentary based on question answers 
she would read a passage or somebody would read a passage and then a question will be asked question may or may not be apparently directly connected to the passage being read so that started from 1951 and again we see that she had seen by then that um, uh, humanity is not ready that's why she been had to withdraw so she took us all on a crash course so those six years 51 to 56 so they are uh, each volume is like 51 then 53 54 55 56 now 56 is volume 8 this is very special why because this is the year of supramental manifestation so we see again something new coming in the mother's writing which uh, i mean i am not being partial to the mother but which we don't find in shobindo's writing because the yoga of transformation actually begins and she gives us all the details about the transformation is there in shobindo's last writings 49 supramental manifestation you will see those hints coming out more and more and in the mother's uh, conversations volume 8 and volume 9 we'll see a lot more of what transformation is its process so again we see that in in certain ways it's not like one can only read shirbindo and not read the mother it's okay no there are things in the mother's writing which we will find them unique then volume 9 is again 5758 and volume 10 uh, is a commentary on shirbindo's thoughts and aphorisms most of them are dated later on so again i mean the mother's uh, comment the aphorisms are much earlier but commentaries are dated later on so again we see a lot coming about the new creation and volume 11 all these volumes relate from volume 8 to volume 11 we'll see lot of hints about the new creation not just hints and suggestions but um, the path the way and things which happen uh, how do we proceed? Uh, how exactly we have, we can prepare ourselves? Because many things changed subsequent to the supramental manifestation. And I'll give just one example. The other day in one of the groups, somebody had asked this question. So, <clears throat> before 56, when we read, I mean, before 20 in the Arya, so we'll read, Shobindo describes higher mind, illumined mind, intuitive mind, over mind, super mind. So, uh, a question was asked to the mother that now that the super mind is there already, so do we have to go through these? You'll see elaborate discussions on forums. What is intuitive mind? What is illumined mind? She says, I don't see why now the same process has to be applied because super mind is truth consciousness. It will use anything and everything. So, all that, it's not that it is, it is important. It will manifest in strange ways. So, we can't once again that thing that you have to climb through these steps and stairs. Because now super mind is active. And it is going to mold. It's working on matter itself to open the doors to these experiences and realizations. So, this is something very unique which we see in her writings. So, this uh, volume 11 10 and 9 are also interesting in another way. So, apart from these 18 volumes, there is a set of writings of the mother, uh, 13 volumes of the mother's agenda as it's known. So, that makes 18 plus 13, that's uh, 31 volumes. But these 13 volumes have an interesting history. So, the history is that uh, there was one of the disciples who used to be present and the mother had given the name uh, Satprem to this French disciple. He was Bernard, but she had given the name Satprem and he would go 
and whatever she would uh, speak, he would record. Now, I don't know the history whether he had, I think he must have, yes, he had taken permission from the mother and he was recording. So, when the question came about publishing it, so mother had uh, asked that whatever is being recorded, it should be heard and edited. Edited means that what should come and what should not come because there were many things which were very personal. See, now this was not a playground talk. It's one-to-one. Mother, this disciple has done this. Oh, he, I know about this. Now imagine. Uh, somebody speaks a word about some disciple. Say, I know, I know he lies. But she said other things also about that disciple, which you will not find there. So, because of this reason, because of many other reasons, many things which uh, if one reads, one finds it. She had said that this should not be, first of all, she said that this should not uh, be published because till 30 years man is not yet ready even to read it but portions of it can be published after approval by Nolanida and uh, Andre her son physical son Andre so in volume 11 you'll find it it used to be serialized in uh, in in the bulletin of education Shobindo International uh, centers bulletin of education which uh, used to be published so you will see that uh, these question and answers came these conversations came it's like a compressed in one volume compressed agenda also volume 10 because in agenda you also have these thoughts and aphorisms and mother's commentary uh, and in volume 9 some of these are there also in agenda but that's 57 58 is kept in the background largely so, volume 10 and 11 is in many ways a compressed version of the agenda. But now one will say, but that is 13 volumes, this only two volumes, quite true. So, agenda has many more things. But that time, both Nalnida and Andre felt it's, it is not needed. Whatever is necessary, they had given and mother had given them the mandate. But then after 73, something happened. People wanted the tapes. Because they are not somebody's personal property. In ashram, say when you click a photograph of the mother, it's not your property, it is the mother's. Similarly, whatever mother has spoken, I may record it, but I can't say that this is my property. So the problem was there, very simple problem that the tapes were asked to be handed over. And because these tapes contain many personal remarks about certain people, one percent... But then those 1% can be, you know, <laughs> so. And uh, there was a tussle between, because 73, mother had withdrawn physically. So there was a tussle between the then authorities uh, or the trustees and, and um, Satprem. He had the tapes, he refused to give. And that created a kind of deadlock, if I may say so. Till one day, it seems, as I have um, Heard and as is well known actually There was so much of uh, Mutual suspicion, confusion That he disappeared with the tapes So when he disappeared with the tapes Now there is another set of tapes Which is available as I am told But then Nolinida and Andre Had already approved Whatever had to be published So they never They decided not to publish anything more But On the other hand The tapes which were taken away Started getting published so, the, as far as ashram is concerned, it took that stand, rightly or wrongly, it's up to them. 
that well uh, that set of volumes called as the agenda we will not we are not going to sell it we don't know their logic was very simple we don't know what is there in the conversation and what is not there and it is a fact that even that is not a actual verbal reproduction in toto there also there are things which have not been reproduced so it is edited so we don't know what is edited so the ashram stand in its own way is uh, pretty correct i would say and at the same time he had his own idea that no i must give the full truth though full truth is not just the words but a lot more for instance when she had made a remark about somebody you have to see a thing in you have to see in totality also there are lot of personal interjections footnotes and toward the end a whole uh, remark in the agenda which um, obviously makes it more like a personal notes added to the mother's conversation so that is why sometime people ask i won't use the word controversy i would simply say it's a different set of writing those who want to read it can read it but my only word is read the 18 volumes first this is my suggestion i read it like that after finishing all the volumes of shirobindo all the volumes of the mother that time volume 17 and 18 had not come then i read the agenda and i waited over oh, 30 years so 73 83 90 2003 but i frankly i couldn't uh, wait till then 1995 i saw it somewhere and i started reading it's also a diamond mine but diamond mine where many things have been mixed so this the whole set of writings and conversation but in addition there is another set of conversations of the mother <laughs> which have not seen much of it has not seen the light of the day and we are still waiting and these are with huta so with huta there is a whole set of her comments on shirbindo's savitri and there was a time when uh, i asked her and i am sure several people asked her utadi why don't you publish it because this is something amazing but for whatever reason uh, it it only the first five cantos have come and some other later on but much of it is held back now i have no reason logic and there is no idea of any controversy but i am just stating facts so that people know there are many more writings but then she did publish some of those writings which you don't find in either agenda or collected works like her correspondence with mother bits and pieces uh, inner the story of his soul where we find her communication because huta was the recipient of maximum letters from the mother so you can imagine <laughs> like dilip kumar roy was the recipient of maximum letters from shri arobindo so in shobindo's writings you also you'll find that there are things which are not there which were with i think in the latest cws they have incorporated but huta's writings are still there because they are part of the trust which she had formed and they are there in cold storage <laughs> but they are a marvel because savitri uh, then there are other such writings uh, other such conversations like now slowly mona they are, uh, brought out in the last uh, decade or something or little more which should have come out much earlier but there we don't know if there are more so there may be other sadhaks we don't know with whom because mother was freely giving so there again like benedictions blessings of the grace supreme they are not part of collected works or agenda and they are wonderful supreme is a book which is amazing 
and they are conversations with the disciple now i don't know whether where are the tapes and all that and who jotted down and what but it's uh, one can reasonably say that uh, from knowing from uh, her conversation that yes this is her 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 uh, words so this another set of writing similarly there is a wonderful book called white roses which is wonderful which has been to huta there is another very interesting book and this too was uh, uh, given to huta it came out once as a golden book of the mother so she would write every day something from one of the great teachers sri ramakrishna says so buddha says so shrivindra says so and they are all in her writings all with her writing and signed by her and um, uh, so many of them i mean whole year she was writing and sending so this again you will not find part of the collected works and though they are not mother has said so but then mother picked up from a host of writings from ancient greek egyptian indian mystics shirobindo it's something amazing so then there are letters written to now they are coming up they are now volume 18 17 contains to different department and i think over a period of time more will come this what my feeling is because she wrote uh, many letters the beauty of these letters are short sweet simple and uh, direct to the point uh, they touch the core so this is about these volume till volume 11 now volume 12 consists of her writings on education which has a little interesting history it seems pranabda asked mother mother all this is fine for those who are on the path of yoga all that you have spoken what about those who don't talk about god who doesn't don't want to know about they they are afraid of the g word god divine all that so something about them how do they walk the path so it seems her writings on education were part of that so the anybody anywhere could pick them up now obviously it's not a Uh, ready to do practice but she puts in a language that language is different uh, it's about it's a little impersonal little bit you'll see it like reaching out to people who may not believe in god or divine and yet they have the urge for progress so volume 12 contains her writings on education her writings some of her conversations with people in oroville so it's a very interesting on on india very fascinating uh, book then volume 13 is about herself shurbindo the ashram all those letters which are connected notes connected with that and then of course volume 14 15 are notes some are like what are the gods mother who am i so she'll give a short reply that the divine in many disguises <laughs> so one of that i remember <laughs> some of her beautiful notes or writings i am with you so she speaks about you know what it means when i write to somebody i am with you so somebody asked mother when you write blessings what does it mean she would say my blessings <laughs> mean that they will take you through the shortest path to the divine it does not necessarily mean that things will become easy for you <laughs> so <laughs> so those little things and they are full of that these notes in volume 14 15 and 16 17 18 are specific disciples like those somebody working in the farm somebody who is a teacher in the center of education and there we will see the what detailed care she has poured for instance the manager who is taking the uh, bullocks and she she says that shurbindo looked and said the bullock is more receptive than the uh, 
person who is managing it. So, you know, those wonderful things. So, these are, I would say, uh, often I advise, people ask, uh, which book should I start reading Mother and Shirobinda with? And they often put a question like the life divine or the synthesis of yoga. I would say, read the mother. <laughs> so, uh, everything that is there in these volumes is here. Except that it's in a way which is like you receive it from the heart, like to a child. So sometimes very profound truths she has put in very simple words. So I would normally say that read the mother. And then you, at some point you want to read Shirobindo, you can go on. And also because it's more complete in a certain sense. Because aspects of yoga post-1956, also many things happened after 56 which people don't know or don't speak about. For instance, what happened in 1962, what happened in 1967, what happened in 19, of course, 72, the, her new body, all this you will not find anywhere else. So read the mother. And uh, if you cannot read the mother, one word advice which Nalnida once gave, much later in the ashram theatre, he was asked to say a few words. He was the disciple whom we can say, uh, Manas Putra of Shirobindo. And uh, intellectually, if anyone really understood Shirobindo, it is said that he is the one who understood Shirobindo. And he has his own set of writings, eight volumes, which I must say in the passing, they are a good companion uh, reading material for those who are interested. Wonderful, very interesting writing. They also flow very beautifully. And uh, he stood up, he went to the stage. This, I think, is late 70s or something like that. And uh, he just stood up with it silent for a moment and then he simply said, love the mother. And he came down. So, read the mother. If you cannot read the mother, love the mother. If I can't love the mother, love is a very big word. <laughs> we don't know how to love it. <laughs> Human being, how to love the mother? Of course, we all say, I love the mother. Till, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, Shovinda has given us a remedy even for that. And the remedy is, he says, Remember or know that the mother loves you. And you are hers. Know that the mother loves you and you are hers. Base your life on this one single advice. To another Bengali sadhika, Shivinda has written, The mother is the destination, the mother is the path. If you find her, you find everything. And that's why no wonder he placed the mother in front. And so many of these things, a vast world of love, which has taken the form of words. With Shurabindo, you feel it is light and compassion, which has taken the form of words. With mother, you feel it's love, which is expressing through words. So when someone asks the mother, Mother, uh, what is it in your writings that it carries such a deep impact? Many people may say the same thing. You may say something which sounds very similar. For instance, to choose without preference, execute without desire. So, uh, people will say, yes, yes, it's from the Gita. Though it's a little different. But anyway, so there are many things in a writing. Who are you? 
the divine many disguises. But what is it that carries such a deep impact? What is it that you put in your writings? And she wrote in one word, consciousness. So, reading writings of the mother or the collected volumes of the mother, uh, they change us. One of the places where uh, a disciple asked that Shiobindu emphasizes about opening to the mother. So, how to open to you? They are asking the mother. <laughs> Shiobindu, writings if you see after 27, open to the mother, open to the mother, become receptive to the mother. <laughs> okay. How do I open to the mother? So the disciple asked that uh, when I read your books, does it help me in opening to you? She says, yes. When I think of you, does it help in opening? Yes. When I remember your name, does it help in opening? Yes. When I when we talk about your life, she says, dangerous. <laughs> Her life is... I mean, it's much easier, frankly, to write about and talk about Shirobindo's life. But mother's life is so many-sided. Painting, music, even philosophy, a number of her writings have been lost. Philosophical writings, her visions, which were published earlier in Cosmic Review, Max Theon's Algerian Guru Master's um, journal, which used to come out. They are all lost. And the mother didn't bother about it. Some of her paintings which were published in, which were put up in due, she didn't care about bringing them back. And um, even poetry she has written. And she laughingly says, at the age of 15, she would get into trance once walk and write poetry. Nalinda once he said very, um, a bit hesitatingly, that you know at one point of time I should take lot of interest in philosophical things. Nalnida says I understood. This was her way of telling me don't think you know being philosophical or intellectual you are somebody big great. And then he realized it, understood. And you will see it when we read something about time, space, configuration about the world. So my God it speaks. How she can make uh, avatar Overmind, supermind, you wonder, oh, it's so easy like that. The new body, what it will be like this? What is the future? And another very interesting aspect of the mother's writings is, lot of to-do things, practice. Those who want to know practice. Shubhinda also gives practice. But with the mother, we see them very, very straight, direct. For instance, one of them is stepping back. Another is where she says that what she used to do, project every night on the, like on a screen, all the activities of the day. And she would see that uh, where all things are not in tune with her core aspiration. So she would shift them, organize them, reorganize them. It's writing your own life story. I mean, spiritual story, when you see what is not in line, what is not in tune. And plenty of her own personal examples which help us to connect so beautifully. So the mother's writings, this what is her broad, very broad overview. As I said, they are a must read, not just as companions. I would say, if you have read the mother's collected works, you have read all that is needed in Shravindu's yoga. Nothing more really is needed. 
and uh, except for Savitri. Savitri is unique and the mother herself spoke about it, that is the mantra of transformation. So Savitri is a must. Of course, all writings of Shurabindu. I am not being partial towards Mama, but uh, <laughs> but I am just saying that people find it difficult to read. So that's why. First read the mother's collected works, volume 18, 18 volumes. Then, or simultaneously go in, but make it like, ye to karna hi karna. this is something which is a must. Another very interesting aspect, the last thing about mother's writings and her conversations especially, that they are recorded. This is again something unique. Now, why recording is something unique? Because when we read, we give these stress by our mind, automatically it's a thing. Like there are people who will read the mother first chapter and they get, oh, what is Shravinda saying? Do not imagine that truth and falsehood. But this is not the way he is saying. He is a perfect gentleman. He is rather like a father. Do not imagine that truth and falsehood can stay together. It's a different thing. So when we hear mother's writings, only thing is they are in French. Except a few which are in English. But they are in French. But I would say that even if you don't understand French, just hearing them is a marvel. It doesn't matter. It's like, uh, I feel that it's, if um, Amrit from the heaven, somebody was to drink Amrit, and then, you know, after that Amrit has filled the whole system and then speaks that Amrit, that Ananda, what it would be like. That is the feeling I get when I, when I, whenever I have heard mother's writings. It's like one doesn't bother about what is the meaning about it. Many ways it's an advantage that when you don't know French, <laughs> you enjoy the notes, you enjoy the tones. Sometimes her laughter, it's just amazing. Like a little child, she's laughing. Which is, and she's in 70s. Suddenly, I, obviously I don't even want to try to reproduce. But suddenly she burst into laughter like a little child filled with wonder. So this is another big advantage that these conversations are also available. Most of them are also available in, uh, in the form of tapes, audio tapes. Even the uh, even agenda is available on tapes. So at least one good thing is that you can, you know, hear a voice. Uh, then there are a number of, uh, her, since we are at Mother's Tapes, some of the poetry she has read, Savitri, there is an entire... Uh, range there is a, a whole set of tapes with Sunil Das music where mother has read the passages she has not read all the passages but whatever she has read it is the best way to understand how to read Savitri and they are so powerful and beautiful so this is the mother her collected works we will now next class will take up volume 1 maybe some of them will need 3-4 classes because I want to enjoy and carry on till <laughs> maybe two, three years and some maybe just one or two class depending because not just about the work but also we'll try to take out selections like we did with Sri writings. Thank you. So there is a question based on the 
conversation just now the writings of overview of the writings and conversations of the mother so one is the sequence actually the mother has said both about shirobindo and her writings they should be read by the subject so it is so true and that's why we see the mother takes up in her conversations something from shirobindo let's say the chapter on the triple transformation and it goes on like that or something from the mother she is actually followed that way something from her prayers and meditations so with her writings it becomes easy that it subject wise so often one can combine say you read the life divine and there are chapters which have been you know people have asked questions to the mother and she has her conversations and i wish one day they publish it also like that some of her conversations they they were available at some point of time but now i don't find them walk had published it as to the sequence um, well uh, yes it depends on what one is looking for one is that read them one by one which has its own beauty those who want to take up this path want to take up yoga because in her writing there are plenty of things which are not necessarily meant that you don't it's not necessary that you have to walk integral yoga and therefore read it it's true in shobindo's writings also so with mother's writing there are plenty of guidance say on sleep on food on education you don't have to be walking on the path though frankly because they have come from a yogic consciousness they cannot be fully implemented unless you some way or the other are connected with the journey but those who are walking on the path volume 1 and 3 are the first books to be read because volume 1 is prayers and meditations are uh, i mean i will we'll talk about it and we'll see and volume 3 as i said is like a uh, brief compendium of what the yoga is about right on the beginning it sets everything right then to those who want to know general things that okay we we want to know what is astrology what are the gods is there a truth in palmistry how to sleep uh, plenty of questions so volume 4 567 those who want to know what happened on 1956 and after because they have heard the word supermind supramental manifestation then volume 8 9 10 11 then of course as i said 12 then 13 so depends on the query like if one wants to know about the ashram what the ashram stands for how is it managed how is it organized uh, about shirobindo shirobindo symbol mother's symbol the center of education symbol then volume 13 is wonderful auroville plenty of talks which are very interesting you'll find in volume these volumes towards the later so this all depends on the approach otherwise randomly one can pick anything this no problem that way but that is how i proceeded from volume 1 to i kept reading in sequence not with shirobindo shirobindo i read the major works then went on to volume 1 onwards but with mother i suppose and they are very easy to read many of the agenda personally i read while traveling in bus from bangalore to pondicherry and back so it was my favorite thing to pick up one of the volumes and read throughout so so much so that the bus conductor had come to know that he likes to read so those were days when mobile was not there so he would keep one of the lights on 
uh, about my this thing to make sure I read it. <laughs> I would just thank him. Uh, it's the same bus you are traveling. They they know you. Uh, so they, it's so easy to read. What I'm trying to say is that they are so easy and simple to read. So this about uh, which volume to start with. Sheet Sagar, start any which way, anywhere, start. And about who has compiled them? Well, we have a department in the ashram called Shobindo Archives. Ashram Archives. And uh, <laughs> they, the people there have done it. Now, I don't know what is the way, but uh, a few things which I am aware of. The aware of is that um, many of her writings to sadhaks. And that's why you see that some of these things continue. Even Shobindo's letters, plenty of new letters came up. So when the, some sadhaks gave, when there was an uh, effort to bring together, so 72, so many sadhaks gave their letters. That they belonged to ashram and so thanks to them that but many didn't give, give because partly some felt they are too personal. And for whatever reason, I know still that there are letters which they have not been given. I have actually seen with someone, written to a person. And it's okay. So there are letters outside also, by the way, showing those letters. Which So now these letters, um, when the sadhak uh, went to Shurabindo Lok, I don't want to say Shivinda Dham because this is actually a place. <laughs> uh, they're very interesting. That place, Shivinda Dham, is next to one Prasthashram. So, you know, it makes logical sense on the Tat of Kaveri, which is Dakhin Ganga. But, anyways, those uh, after they departed and those who depart in this yoga, I not just believe it, I have reasons to believe it. They don't go to the realm of death and to the normal process whatever is a normal process, they go to Shurabindo's Lok in the subtle physical world. Uh, what they do there, they have work there also. They are given work, different kinds of works. Uh, of you know. Uh, anyway, let me not get into that area. But when they go to Shurabindo's Lok, this bundle of letters were found. So whenever such things are found, they were sent to the trustees. From there, they go to the archives. And then they do the sorting out, deciphering the letters. It's a very painstaking process. There's no doubt about it because, you know, especially Shubindo's, some of these writings, when you read, oh, one can see that Himalaya and Atlantic are pouring together. And when you see the writing, it looks like, you know, hand is unable to cope up with what is pouring inside. You can see, it's so fast and it's not easy to read some of these words. At one point, there is a famous joke where uh, Niruddha asked him that, Sir, what did you write here in one of his letters? He said, how, how do you expect me to read my own handwriting? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't know. How do you expect me to read my own handwriting? Uh, because now, you know, that is written in a stress of inspiration and Mahaganga flowing from the supermind. <laughs> <laughs> so, but these truths, they are words which are with mother's writings also, especially toward the later part. It's um, it's sometimes difficult. So they've done a very painstaking job uh, with a lot of modern things, and they've seen and it's a and preserving those manuscripts in the cold storage. So a lot of work has gone on there, leaving aside whatever people may speak, but uh, as some of them really very genuine hard. Uh, 
people have worked hard to preserve the manuscript because they have to be kept for posterity in the cold storage and then one by one to read them decipher them check cross check background check they pass through many hands and then they are finally compiled now obviously when they are compiled certain titles here and there with somehow with shorbindo's writings you can feel you wish they were compiled little differently but honestly with mother's writings you don't feel that so i don't know who has done it my own feeling is i may be wrong that mother's writings have been done by a different set of people this is just a feeling because you can see a different uh, you know the order the logic everything flows so smoothly but with shorbindo's not sabcl but cwsa at times you you feel why are these letters put here and why not these things may come but with sabcl it was flowing very smoothly so this but with mother's writings it's a really wonderful work which has been done so i can say okay thank you